All right, friends, this is Pastor Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church, Moore Park, California, and we are here back at it. So excited, drum roll please, for our new study on the book of uh, Genesis. Uh, and uh, we're, we're starting a new uh, book here, and what a great start it is with the creation narrative, um, uh, the creative power of God, and uh, what came to be in our existence from then until now and until tomorrow and forever. Uh, God, God is good. He said it and it was good. And we'll talk about that today, but let's get at it. Uh, why don't we begin uh, with a word of prayer? Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day, O Lord, that by your grace, by your bountiful blessings, uh, by your um, uh, continued provisions, Lord, you, you lead us and guide us in the creative power of your will. Bless us in your holy name, and Lord, as we hear your word, or grant us, uh, grant us great wisdom and faith to know that all things come from you. Invigorate us in our study, and may this word go well with us. We pray all this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, friends. Uh, well, we're back at it today. Genesis. Uh, chapter 1, verses 1 to 23. And here we see in the book of Genesis, uh, as we begin, um, we very well know, written uh, by Moses. And here he is accounting uh, the story of creation. Uh, the creation has uh, many implications for us. Uh, in who our God is and how powerful he is and, well, uh, where our trust resides. Now, from our brief statement uh, from the Synod, very important here, um, it reads this on, on, um, on my handout. Uh, we teach that God has created heaven and earth and that in the manner and in the space of time recorded in the Holy Scriptures, especially Genesis 1 and 2, namely by His almighty creative word, and in six days. We reject every doctrine which denies or limits the work of creation as taught in Scripture. In our days it is denied or limited by those who assert, ostensibly in deference to science, that the world came into existence through a process of evolution, that is, that it has, in immense periods of time, developed more or less of itself. Since no man was present when it pleased God to create the world, we must look for a reliable account of creation to God's own record, found in God's own book, the Bible. We accept God's own record with full confidence and confess with Luther's catechism, I believe that God has made me and all creatures. All right, so this is a... Uh, uh, our stance uh, on the work of creation because, well, uh, here in the book of Genesis, uh, there is an account of clearly uh, the creative power of God and how he worked in six days. Um, there's a lot of implications about the creation because uh, I think this is where even going through the narrative account today, and we've been through it so much. I don't know if you've read the Genesis account. I'm, I'm pretty sure you have, or, or if you haven't, um, yeah, your mind, my mind, whoa, this is some heavy stuff, right? Uh, how this works, again, we, me and you live already with avenues, streets, cars, dry land, bodies of waters, uh, seas and lakes. We see the birds of the air. We see the sky, right? We, we see the land and, and we see the swarming things and the water and the birds of the air. And 
and the sun and the moon and the stars. And <coughs> again, um, our assumption is that they're just kind of there, right? But when we look at the creation account, wow, what a profound, radical, power our God is as he created this world just by his very word. Okay, so why don't we kick in? If you have your Bibles out, Genesis 1, hopefully we'll go through 23 verses today. Again, a lot of the creation narrative I am going to not go too quick on, but definitely uh, hit on the main points. Um, I know we didn't, we're not getting to the sixth day, but we'll get to that next time. Uh, of course, seventh day you rested, but sixth day we'll get to next week. But today, five days. Cinco. How God created, and there it was. Okay. Why don't we begin, if you have your Bible out, verse 1 and also 2. I'll read it for you. In the beginning, in the arche, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? The, the earth, uh, 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 this form, how is it described as right there? We see in verse 2, the earth was without Without form. Void. Right? Darkness. Over the face of the deep. Over the waters. So we see this water-like form of this earth. And there the Holy Spirit is hovering over the face of the water. Now why is that important? The Holy Trinity, right? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not an energy, right? But rather it is. Uh, the Holy Spirit is God. Uh, the, the Son is God. The Father is God. Three persons, one God. And we know this because in the beginning, John chapter 1, if you can turn there real quick, uh, we'll read that. And you know this text because we, we uh, read it every year. Um, uh, the word became flesh, John chapter one, verses one to three. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning again, in the beginning, John chapter one, in the beginning, Genesis chapter one with God, all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. Right? So the father, son, Holy spirit, the creative power of God there, the Trinity, Doing its work, God fulfilling and, and developing and creating all these things for us. Now, this is, a, I think, very important in terms of uh, how God created. He created, as we call it, creatio ex nihilo, right? Creatio ex nihilo, which means created out of nothing. Why is that so important? Why didn't the Lord... Uh, 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 find a piece of Play-Doh and say, well, okay, there's this Play-Doh here, so let's do something with it. Well, if, if that is the case, uh, when we talk about our Lord, it will limit uh, his power. It will show uh, so many, it will open up this door of, of how there is something else. Rather, 
Our Lord is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And we see how important this creatio ex nihilo is. Hebrews 11.3, speaking of Hebrews, if you want to learn that Bible uh, a book, uh, please join us on Sundays at 9.30 Pacific Standard Time live as we study the book of Hebrews at Bible study here at Faith Lutheran Church of Moore Park, California. 9.30 Pacific Standard Time. Please join us for that live recording as this is a live recording as well. Well, uh, we do everything live here at Faith Moore Park because, well, who has time to edit? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Hebrews 11.3. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Point. So that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Right? Very important because here we see clearly that uh, if that was made out of what was visible, well, this would be a whole different story. But actually, the Lord, in the beginning, He created by His very Word, through the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, there in their creative power, creatio ex nihilo, created out of nothing. Because our Lord, Psalm 92, if someone could read that for me, not if someone could read that for me, but I'll read that for you. Psalm chapter 90, verse 2. It says right there, it says, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting you are God. Before, right, the earth was formed. From everlasting to everlasting you are God. So, creatio ex nihilo, created out of nothing, everlasting to everlasting, before the earth, the mountains were made, you are God. It shows us that all things come from our Lord's hand. Give us this day our daily bread. We, we read in the uh, introduction there about what? About uh, uh, that God has made me and all creatures. Apostles' Creed, Article 1. Existence, we talked about this, I think, on Small Catechism Live. Check that out on every Thursday, right, on your, our YouTube channel. But uh, that he has made our existence, that he gives us our daily bread, he still takes care of them, he protects us spiritually, and why does he do this? All out of his fatherly divine goodness, without any merit or worthiness in me. Again, God said, and he did it, and it was out of his goodness, following the divine goodness, the light was good, and we'll get to the light right here. But the point is, in the beginning, in the RK, Genesis, John 1, in the beginning was a word, in the beginning, Genesis 1, here we see the power of God as the author uh, and, and perfecter of all that we have, including our faith, including our salvation, including the creation, God has made all things. Right. This is why our posture is always under His care, knowing that all things come from our Lord. Right. Um, and here we see it. His characteristic. Right. Uh, everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Creatio ex nihilo. He did not make from things that were visible. Right. But rather from His very word. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and was void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. So this is the, the beginning picture of our creation. Okay, um, now continuing on, verse 3. Why don't we read that together? And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, light, when we think of light, what do we think of? Uh, we think of the light that is lighting this room right now. We, we put on our sunglasses when we're driving Oh, well, here in Southern California, it's like sunny, like 85% of the time, um, which is good. 
but sometimes you get over it. I know if you're living somewhere else, like, you know, up north of the Midwest in the wintertime, I know it gets really snowy and blizzardy, but uh, I know you covet the sun in those moments. But uh, yeah, you know, sometimes, uh, I, side note, I, I think we, us Californians, we, we take granted the light a lot of times uh, because it's always here. But the point is, is that, sorry, I digress. The point is, is that God said, let there be light. God said. And that light, again, day four will go to the sun and the moon and the stars. This light is different. This light is the radiance of God's glory, that God is the light. God is the light who, uh, uh, in his creative power, uh, uh, blotted out what was absent in darkness, right? He filled the absence by his very radiance, by his very light, right? And again, a reminder, Revelations 22, if you could read that for me, Revelations 22, 5. So we're not necessarily talking about natural light here, but rather the God of light, that he is uh, the light of of all, all things, that he is the provider of all things. And by his creative power, by his presence, their light came into the world. Revelations 22, 5, I'll read it for you. And night will be no more. They will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. Right? This is the presence of God. His hand actively working in creation. The light. Right? God said. I mean, that just is so profound, radical. He says it and it happens, right? Uh, that's how powerful our Lord's word is. And this is where the rubber meets the road, I think, for a lot of people. Is how could this be? I mean, six days? Uh, it, doesn't this mean a million years? I mean, we need to talk about how growth works. I look outside uh, here at Faith. We have all these trees. And I know um, it took many years for these trees to grow. Not just an instantaneous, oh, there's a tree, right? No, th- this is a, a progress, a time, right? Development, uh, photosynthesis and all that. i got to go back to life science. I was like back in, I don't know, middle school, but... Uh, I'm too far old for that to remember. But the point is, is that there is a process of life, right? But God said, let there be light, and the light was good. It was just an instantaneous, by his word, there was light. This is beyond our own human comprehension. The creation shows us clearly that that we live under his care, that our fallen human minds, though we want to grasp every tidbit of, of the creation and how it works, there we trust by who he is, everlasting to everlasting, creatio ex nihilo, that this is beyond ourselves, right? The active power, creative power of God is so powerful that <clears throat> not even our own human, uh, what is it? Our own human wisdom can fathom the vastness of his, uh, of his power, right? Because by his very word, right, uh, he makes it happen. His performative word. See, that's the key here, um, So, um, again, <coughs> um, and I had a note that came up there. I had to read it real quick. But um, what were you saying? Yes, uh, that, that here in this very light, that the light was good. Okay, so when we, t- we, when we speak of God as light, 
uh, well, we, we, we know that all things come from him by his perform. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. By his performative word, there in his word, we know that he gives and it actually gets done, delivered, complete, stamped. And, and this really is about the whole Bible, isn't it? Like the, the creation text really is about the whole Bible as a whole, in a sense where God says it and he does it. What are the things that he said he would do? Israelites, promised land. <clears throat> he said he would, get, he would get them there, right? I mean, Israelites, what did they do? They doubted uh, uh, and, and they rebelled. And, and we see that uh, the next generation finally made it there. Um, but we very well know that um, by their own, that God promised and he would do it. Ultimately, what? Jesus. God promised to send a savior and he did right? God's word, getting it done, not only coming into the flesh in the incarnation, but actually dying and rising for the sins of the world. It is finished. The work is done. The Father's will, not my will, let this cup of wrath um, uh, pass over me. But if it's your will, let it be done. Of course, it was done, right? The word is done and finished. Uh, this is what God does when he says it. It is good. And, and there he gives us salvation. When, when God says baptism saves you, it actually saves you. Performative word. When he says, take, eat, this is my true body. This is, take and drink. This is my blood, my true blood for the forgiveness of your sins. Word, God said, he does it. It has many implications on our faith and our trust in the radical word of God. Creation itself is radical, isn't it? That we, we know the theories out there, evolution, um, um, and, and we very well know that uh, certainly uh, uh, there, there has to be an explanation of how this world uh, comes to be. And the world will, are still trying to figure that out. You know, as, as Christians, we are not anti-science. Trust me, science will eventually, as they <coughs> dig deeper, um, will realize um, how vast and how intricate this creation is. And, and at the end of the day... Well, only God can do such things. And here in our creation narrative, there we see it. So God said, let there be light, and there was light, right? His radiance. In the absence, that was darkness, form, void over this water. All right. So continuing on here. Uh, second day. Um, oh, sorry. Did I not read everything? That's right. Verse 5, God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Right? So God said, shows his power, shows his delivery, shows his performative action that actually what he says gets done. And also, what? Shows that it was good. Why is good seen here in verse 4, in verse 10, in verse 12, in verse uh, 15, uh, 18, um, in verse 21, in verse 25, in verse uh, 31. Why do we see it was good so much? Because this is a reflection of the nature um, of our... <laughs> I know, I know. My lungs. Anyways, um, but <laughs> that, uh, that this is a reflection of who our God is, that he is good. Right? But also a kind of a foretelling of what is to come and what is evil, and that is of the fall in Genesis 3. Right? Good and evil. Just a thought-provoking thought for you right there. But, uh, but again, that this was good. This is a reflection of who our God is. Remember, all this, 
We're not going to get to the sixth day, but all this for, uh, what is it? You will have dominion over the birds of the air and the fish of the sea for man, right? The, the, this is all a good reflection of who our Lord is. God is good and gracious, and everything flows from his abundant hand. Right? Creation is that, that moment to which our Lord has provided all things for us because he loves us. Good, not just good, right? People use the word good just as another word in this world. It has lost its meaning, right? Good. But God is good. And he shows us this goodness in the first book of the Bible where there by his nature, well, there he, he gives us this creation. Okay, so second day. All right, uh, verses six to eight. Why don't we read that together? And God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separate the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. So heaven, again, uh, people think of heaven as in what? They look up in the air and they, they say heaven, right? But heaven um, is also as uh, written, also known as sky, right? Um, as atmosphere, as space. So what we talk about, and God said, let there be an expanse. So this water, right? would uh, separate above and below, kind of like this. I could draw this, but I'm no meteorologist, of course. <laughs> but there is this separation, and there, um, um, this expanse from this separation would be the, I wish I had blue on the spot, but I don't, thus proving that this is a live, non-edited uh, study. But here we see the, the expanse, right, from the water, uh, separated from above and below, and there we see the expanse right there. Right? And God said, again, our title of this Bible study, God said, and it was good. Right? God said, and it was good. And, and here we see the space. Again, think about that. You know, we, we live in this world. I lived by near the beach when I was little in Seal Beach, California. Love my old town of SB and um, uh, love that city. I, I'd always go to the beach and all the time. You know, you never, I never thought about how this was formed, right? We'll talk about this when we get to the bodies of water here. But just to think of the sky, the, 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 the expanse, uh, uh, the moisture, the, the, the clouds, and, and the sea below separating in this... Um, Yes, yes, very good. Uh, very good. Um, I like that uh, uh, better explanation there on YouTube. Thank you for um, chatting in here live. And what a great uh, encouragement that is uh, to see you here in mid-afternoon, um, here in the Word of God. I'm pretty sure um, there's other things that you could be doing, like watching some daytime talk show host or, or whatever like that. But here you are. What a great thing this is. But we see the expanse, right? We see that separation, and there uh, God creates. Now, again, when we talk about design, I mean, we, we, we talk about inventions, right? Thomas Edison, Henry Ford, um, all the other inventors in this world. And we say, wow, how did they invent that, right? Uh, light and cars and all these things. Um, even Naismith uh, with basketball and Doubleday with baseball, I believe. But how did they create these things, right? How did they invent? But think about just God, right? Creating these things by his very word. Boom, like that, emerald style. Bam, boom, God said, let there be an expanse. This space, this sky, 
water separating above and below, and there it was. Now, this is all working towards the bigger picture here, right? But on the second day, this is what happened. Okay, third day, uh, why don't we read this 9 to 13 together if you have your Bible out. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. Um, And it was so. God called dry land earth and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw that it was good, right? And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation. Plants yielding seeds and fruits bearing fruit to which is their seed, each according to its kind, good hint there, on the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind. Ding, ding, ding. And God said that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the third day. So dry land, bodies of water. Um, and if you ever want, watch my For the Kids Friday here on YouTube channel. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about hamburgers and how those are made. But vegetation, seeds, you know, this is, this is how God works. He separates this bodies of water to dry land so that we see clearly uh, that um, um, we'll talk about um, the fifth day, we talk about water creatures and, and swimming beings or swimming animals. Uh, but here we see that water and dry land being separated so that there could be vegetation. There could be growth according to its kind. Right. So th- there's a lot of stuff here in a sense of how God is designing. And God said, and what is it? It was good. Remember, this is a reminder that uh, as we sing the doxology, praise God, right? Uh, from whom all blessings flow, right? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. So we, when we talk about <laughs> um, thanking the Lord for all that he has given to us, we go back to the creation and say, you are omnipresent, you are omniscient, you are omnipotent, all-powerful, everything you are. And here we see the design, right? Uh, how do we know that God exists? Look at nature. This is what God created. How do you know that God exists? Uh, look at your conscience between good and evil, right? We, we very well know, uh, uh, as, as we are reminded, the questions and answers in the catechism of, of how God, um, the existence of God and, and what he has done. All right, so fourth, fourth day. I know we're kind of zipping through this. I try to make these as um, condensed as possible uh, based of versus the live Bible studies we have during the week. So this is a re-record of those. Uh, but I find these great because boom, 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 we're getting there. Quick, boom, boom, boom. 14 to 19, And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens, so lights in the sky, to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. So we see uh, what God is creating in time, in the sense of signs and seasons and, and how that all flows together. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the gray light to rule the day, that is the sun, and the lesser light to rule the night, uh, that would be the moon and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. Right? So, so again, what, what is God making here? Uh, yes, 
uh, from verse 3, we see that God is this very light. But here in the fourth day, we see what? That he is making the, the luminary sources, right? The, these, these sources of how we are illumined by the natural light, and that is the sun, moon, and the stars. We need all these things for our life. Uh, just imagine if we were left in the absence of light in darkness. I mean, how would the vegetation grow? How would we get our vitamin D? How, how would all the animals move? Right? We need light. That is the bottom line, the, the natural source of light as well. And God provides that for us. That he knows what we need and therefore it reminds us again what God said. And he does it and it was good, right? So again, another reinforcing reminder that yes, I live according to God's bountiful and merciful and gracious hand from whom outpours all that I have ever since in the beginning in the Arche, John 1, Genesis 1, right? God is light. God is light. And he brings light to the world, ultimately through Christ himself, right? Okay, uh, fifth day, verses 20 to 23. I've never done so many verses in such a short time, but I know... Um, apologies if I'm going uh, through this too quick. But uh, verse 20 to 23. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Right? And God blessed them saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let birds multiply. And there was evening and there was morning. The fifth day. All right, so here we see the water dwellers. We see the, the birds. And we see God creating according to its kind, right? According to so, so what that means is that fish cannot, be, uh, cannot turn into people, right? Fish can be trout. Fish can be my trout. Fish can be salmon, Tim Salmon, anyone? All right, angel baseball forever. Anyways, but the point is, is that, uh, uh, yeah, fish can be fish. Every type of dogs. Uh, we have Siberian Husky, Alaskan Malamute, uh, uh, Weimar Runner. Uh, we have what else? We have uh, Retrievers. We have, uh, 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 we have um, uh, Golden Retriever, Labrador Retrievers. We have Chihuahuas. We have Maltipoos. We have all these different dogs all of its kind, right? But they don't jump to humans. So when we talk to, or fish don't become dogs, dogs don't become frogs, and frogs don't become um, snakes, right? It just doesn't work that way. And um, because it's all to its kind. So again, this is how God created uh, when we speak of uh, the water, uh, when we speak of um, the animals and the creatures to be fruitful and multiply, to fill the waters of the sea. And again, as we close today uh, with this study, I know this is a quick journey through the five days of creation. I know we have one more next week uh, in the seventh day rested. But, but we see, the, the, at the end of the day, the character and power of God. What he says he does. And there our faith rests upon that he made things out of what was not visible. That he is the everlasting and everlasting God. That he is the God of light who brings life to the world through his creation, redemption, and sanctification. That everything resides in the power of God because I didn't decide to live here. I didn't decide to have brown hair, 
or black hair. I didn't decide for my hair to start thinning out because now it is. I didn't decide to have brown eyes or two nostril holes or two noses or two nostrils in my nose. Now God created this, right? God created us and we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And, and this is all beginning at the creation. It's all rooted in our Lord. Now, again, we can't limit God. We, we, we can't base him on our own human Isaiah 55, um, our thoughts, our ways. No, his ways, his thoughts are, are surpassing from all of our ways and thoughts. And, and there we trust in this creation narrative. This is who our Lord is. And that should be a very comforting thing for you because what our Lord says, he it does, and it is good, right? From creation to restoration after the fall in the sending of Christ who died and rose to our own sanctification, that we are made holy by this very word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit, that by this word of Christ, we very well know that his word is good and his word delivers what he promised, and that is your forgiveness. It all works together, don't you see? Once we start limiting God, did, did God really do this? Is Jonah and the whale really a thing, or was that just a metaphor, right? Uh, how did this all work? No, surely it's just a metaphor, right? That's what we would say, because it doesn't compute in our own human, fallen, sinful minds. No, this is above all that. God is powerful. God is, God is full of grace and goodness, and he delivers what he promises, and that is our great comfort, because at the end of the day, as we read Revelation 22.5, why don't we read that again before we close here, Revelation Revelation 22.5, here we see clearly that in the end times, right, and what is to come, they will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. This is who your God is, that is the father of creation, and how that opens the floodgates to all that he has done by his promise. What he said, he will do, he accomplishes, and it was good. And this goes all the way to his final return forever and evermore we will reign where he is the light for us. So remember that this day. Creation is not just simply an account, but it actually is the bigger picture of what our Lord has done in the totality of who we are right? In body and soul, in, in, in our faith. And this is your great comfort. So keep that in mind. Why don't we pray? Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word and your creative power. Lord, we know that by your word, you said it and you have finished it and it is good. Lord, realize and give us a realization to thank you for all that you have and continue to do in our lives. Bless us and keep us. And Lord, grant us faith in your word, knowing full well that by your word uh, you have restored us in Christ Jesus. Bless us in your light and lead us, O Lord, always in your grace. We pray this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, friends, thank you for joining me this day on this condensed version of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, 1 to 23. Please join me next Friday, and uh, we will go over uh, the fifth day and following. But until then, love you all, praying for you all. And may, may you remember, God said, and he will do, and he has done it. It is finished. Jesus. Anyways, have a wonderful day. Adios. Thanks for listening to this Bible study presentation from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.